kombucha. Yeah. I finished my kombucha. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sad. We usually have this place stocked with wine too. Ah, I'm like genuinely surprised. The one I time know. you need wine, you don't have it. Literally. And of course I stop at a grocery store and I'm roaming the aisles. I was like, is there no alcohol here? What is this place? He's like, this is an organic, all natural grocery store. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I guess I will get confusion. <laughs> All right, well, I'm recording you guys, so for for all of the listeners of the Almost There podcast, I'm here with my hometown besties. We have, have, (laughs) there's Bella Kreider, (laughs) Sierra Fitzgerald, (laughs) and Emily Wadsworth. (laughs) Yes. We're just having a girls' one night. We've been catching up already for like an hour and a half, um, but thought it would be really Almost three hours now. Has it really been three hours? Oh my god, no way! It is seven thirty, so I guess a little over two hours. That's crazy, but yeah, we wanted to do like a fun little segment for the podcast because I've been dying to have them on, and this is kind of like a last minute, like not like super deep, but it'll be fun. Just asking like. Who's most likely to questions because we've known each other like our entire lives. And uh, I thought it'd be fun. If you guys are ready, I'll just fire away. Yeah. Are you going to target them at like people or are you just going to ask? And I'll ask generally and then we'll like all respond like who we think is the person who's most likely to be something. Let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. Who's most likely to give their kid a weird name? Sierra. 100%. No way. I was going to say Emily. Uh, no. I thought you guys would say me. I, I think Emily would do like a weird like rain or something like that. <laughs> that. No. Emily would do like Kinsley rain. Sierra, I feel like you would do like like some something weird like Kermit, you know? <laughs> Kermit. Who do you think I am, bro? I'm not going to name anyone Kermit. You're literally Cece Frog. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, first of all, that's not my birth name, so... You're going to have a great <laughs> Kermit, that's horrible. Craig Fitzgerald. Craig. Fitzgerald. Uh, oh, I was going to say Gabby. Hmm. So it's definitely not me. I love that. <laughs> Gabby, who would you say? Uh, I feel like me or you. Yeah, I feel I like agree. you would have like a southern like Belle kind of like cutesy name, and I feel like I would choose like a weird name for you guys. Know those like exists. like Christian Instagram influencers that have like those really like like the Ashleya or like Kinsleya, like something like that. I feel like you guys would do that. Will like not be me. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that for Emily. <laughs> Yeah. Let me see. Actually, I have a little list of kids' names. Hold on. Ah, Who doesn't, though? Let's go over our kids' name list. Okay. I'm so secretive about mine, actually. Here we go. Emily, I don't want to share. Emily's a gatekeeper. Okay, here (laughs) are mine. my weird kids' names. Right now, my top names. Also, I... I have my red flag list. (laughs) (laughs) Read your red flag list, Sierra. I can't do that. Talk about blast off. <laughs> I don't have one. I totally thought I did. Wait, I, I can't find mine. I haven't updated it in like years. I have happy hour spots and a red flag list. 
<laughs> That's all you have in your notes? I have like hundreds, like middle school. Me too. No, I actually used to do my homework on my notes a lot. So I have like a shit ton of homework assignments. It's <laughs> so funny. I have so many. Yeah, I usually have hundreds. I have, okay, on my yeah. on my list of names for kids, I have like all of my old ones, which you can see, which are definitely like Hadley, Kate, like Colton James, yep. like all those. But my new ones, my updated are like cooler. So I have Ren, W-R-E-N, Harper, Banks, Brendan, Parker, Piper. Okay, that's what scares me though, is like, the names that you had a few years ago, you're like, oh, I hate that. What if you think that about your own kid's name? I know. Mm, like, my parents didn't know that they were naming me, me the most basic name, but here I am. <laughs> so, yeah. We, ha- we're, we literally, I think we have probably the top two or three most common names, like Bella, Emily. I feel like Gabriella is pretty common, too. Yeah. Or Gabby. I feel like Gabby yeah. is really common. There's lots of different Gabrielle or whatever, but I can't find mine. I think remember either. No, even though I have daddy issues, I still really like the name Sean. I think I'm gonna name my my kid Sean. Wow, (laughs) that's cute. Well, I like when like the name has a story behind it too. Yeah, you know, or if it's like Kermit, that's a great story. (laughs) Randall, Bella names her kid Randall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you guys never for the podcast (laughs) for the podcast listeners listening randall is a code name that our friend group has for this guy that belly used to date (laughs) i did not date him first and foremost he was like the the best thing he was at at best was like a fling when i was a little heartbroken 16 year old (laughs) but he kind of gave off randall from monsters inc vibes and so from (laughs) there forward vibes well he did because he was sneaky and like fucked up but like he looked like him genuinely looked like him all right let's move on next question next question who's most likely to take the longest getting ready i feel like you or me gabby yeah bella or gabby for sure yeah i feel like you take bella i think bella i need to clear this up because gabby in one of your last podcasts said you were talking to your friend and you were like, yeah, I'm always like two minutes late. No, Gabby is like 30 minutes late at <laughs> least. Gabby and Sierra. Gabby and Sierra are always no. late to everything. Dude. Everything. Gabby, Gabby, remember when we did your white lies party and we both showed up in the same white lie teacher was like, <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so true. Oh my Emily, God. What yeah. was your white lie? I forget. I wasn't there. Remember um, I was there? Yeah. The day after. Yeah, the next day. I, mine was, I hate attention. <laughs> Still accurate. Oh my god, yeah, that white light party was so fun for my 21st. That was such a fun birthday party. Like, all that of us. My, had a great that time. Even including my own birthday parties, I think that was literally my favorite one. Like, my Tahoe birthday? Yeah, 100%. Uh, like, you just had such a great group of people, and, like, the cabin that we had was sick, and, like, everybody was there just for you and for love and to like have a good time and it was it was a great time yeah it was fun I liked all of our different days like we had were you guys there for the crazy hat day no I oh was. my god yeah we left the day early like the day that Emily got there we left I think the next morning and she had stayed for the next day yeah I just loved like I feel like it's so me to have 
like little like themes for each day and I love that we had like little parties like the white lie like where we all wrote like a funny white lie about ourselves on the shirts or like we did like fun like dinners every night and like dress up like I just like I just loved it no it was a peak I loved it too oh it was okay next question who's most likely to say something stupid on the first date (laughs) me (laughs) dude this dude or literally the guy i'm talking to right now our first date and we went out to like sushi or whatever and it was like all good and stuff anyways so we were sitting there and like his eyes will like twitch when he talks you know and so a few glasses of wine later i was like do you have Tourette's?" and he was like what and i was like (laughs) No, actually, like, do you have Tourette's? And I was like, I watch a lot of Tourette's videos. Like, I feel like you have Tourette's. And he was like, holy shit, how did you know? He literally has Tourette's. <laughs> no. Yes. In way. you yes. him. That's I know, crazy. but he was like, holy shit. He was like, most people can't tell. He was like, it was really bad when I was a kid. And, like, uh, I've really, like, grown out of it and can handle it very well now. But he was, like, the fact that you could tell, he was, like, wow. And I was, like, oh, shit. Like, have I been watching too many videos? Like, what's That's the moment that he fell in love. Yeah. He fell in love. Really, that's what I just said. (laughs) He's not trying to get canceled, you guys. She just started her book. I'm not trying to get canceled. (laughs) I mean, it had a good ending. She she diagnosed him on the first date, and they're still talking to him. Uh, that's oh actually God. hilarious i love also, that we don't need to talk about this now but at some point <laughs> i want to go back to your nintendo breaking into people's houses right now i have stories for days oh fira has some of the best stories when i first <laughs> met you you're this you... freaking kid <laughs> where do you even begin with that one <laughs> <laughs> so i don't even know how old i was i want to say like Mm, 11 maybe 12 <laughs> or was I younger is that I don't even know but it was me and um Annalise height so we would literally call ourselves the CIA children in agency <laughs> and we would dress up as actual spies like we'd wear trench coats we put on sunglasses like have a whole disguise on I had a name my name was Elizabeth like the second or something and she was <laughs> Sophia I'm pretty sure and we would walk around with British accents and like or everyone in our neighborhood knows who we are and we'd go <laughs> up to him and just actually think nobody knew who we were and I was like yeah I'm, a Le- I'm Elizabeth or whatever accent I attempted to do it's not British <laughs> yeah. like, it wasn't great you need to watch before Ted Lasso yeah and we would like walk around with our nintendo like dsis right and just literally spy on the neighborhood and then it it got crossed a line at some point where we found this house and it was um like up the street from us or whatever and i can't remember if people had lived there or if it was a house that was for sale or what but we literally like broke into the backyard and we're like, oh, we have to like investigate this house. Like it's haunted, blah, blah, blah. It's their so, 
What? I said, it's your duty. Right, exactly. So we're like, we got to investigate for like our neighborhood's sake. Like we're going to solve this crime, whatever we were thinking. And we ended up literally breaking into this house, right? And taking pictures with our like DSIs, (laughs) all this shit. And yeah, and we did that. That was a weird phase of ours. I think it lasted like a solid year. And we would just go around the neighborhood, literally break into people's houses and take pictures with our DSIs. Classic. So it was so funny. And I would and I would like run into like other kids in the neighborhood. And I remember Isaac specifically, like we would be in our trench coats and we're like, we're Elizabeth and Sophia. And he's like, Sierra, I know it's you. And I'm like, no, I'm Elizabeth. Like, I, like I, it was just so weird. Uh, but yeah, that was that's pretty much it. Oh the fact, God. moral of the story is, um, you, you literally broke into somebody's house with your friend pretending you were a spy with a DSI. Like, yeah, I can't. If you if you became like a cop or like like a private investigator or something, it would become full circle, but you, you didn't. I'm kind of sad actually. Yeah, it wasn't my career path. Um, but it's still time. It was a good PSI. Oh my um, gosh, I'm dead. One of my like fondest memories of you, Cece, when we were little was like you used to sell those like pencils with the fuzzy like heads. Like you'd buy like felt yes. or something. And you would sell them and I remember being so jealous because you guys had this like pop in business. Of like, Dude, like- the fact that I've literally been a salesperson <laughs> since I was like 10. <laughs> but yeah, I literally had a, a little office. I hired on like a team. <laughs> it was a literal business. So yeah, funny. I actually got um, banned from selling them on campus. I got like called into the principal's office. What? <laughs> and they were like, you can't be selling these um it's, it's like illegal or something Straight and then they're like but you can come to a school event and sell them but a portion of the proceeds have to go to the school so they literally finessed me <laughs> and I went to I can't remember what event it was it was some like I don't even know if it was a dance or like a talent show or what but I set up like my stand at the school event and I literally had to give like 10 percent of my earnings to the school like, they literally made uh-huh. money off of me. Oh, my God. That's I know. So long. That's yeah, I got, I got fin- finessed. Capitalism right there. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Who is All right, most- Gabby, what you got next? By the way, you can either cut this out or keep it in the podcast, but your um, your titties look very good right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Looks like you're wearing a push-up bra. It really does. And it's just a tank top. Yeah, I'm not. Thank you. You need to cut this out or keep this in. Anyway, continue. Gabby's going to keep that in for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Uh, Okay, the question was, who is most likely to lose their phone on a night out? I feel like this goes to the most chaotic ones. So I got to say it's probably Sierra, but... Then again, based off of last Thanksgiving break at uh, the Eldorado Hills Saloon, could be Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Called out. Bring it back there. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It was, was it Thanksgiving Eve? Yes, it was the Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. 
we got to the saloon. I Wait, explain the saloon for the viewers, for the listeners. Oh, yeah. you're right. Okay. Explain the whole the whole night. What is the what does Blackout Wednesday mean? <laughs> <laughs> so we were at Gabby's. Gabby had a little get together. Well, shindig. Yeah. She had a little shindig, and then Sierra, Bella, and I went to the saloon, which is, like, the only bar in town, and it's – everyone goes there for some reason on the night before Thanksgiving. Yep. So we went probably – what time did we go? Like, 8? We – so Gabby we like, 10, because we thought it was going to close at, like, yeah. Night. No, so Gabby's thing started at like I want to say eight. We got there early. I feel bad that I'm admitting this now on the podcast, but we specifically <laughs> got there early because we knew we wanted to leave by like eight thirty nine because we thought it started at ten, and and it's like like Blackout Wednesday is the night before Thanksgiving, literally a high school reunion when you just get fucking blacked out and you see your old high school friends. And we wanted to be a part of that. So we, we got the round. So they ditched me. We didn't ditch you. No, I saw them later that night. <laughs> For record, I was not planning on blacking out. I got there. We got there probably like nine or something. Yeah, it was like nine. And then my older brother came. He was buying us shots. Other people, like, I think Tanner. Everyone's buying each other shots. We got lots of shots. Buying each other drinks. And so by 10 p.m., I was gone. I literally had to call my little brother, who was at I called your little brother. I had to call your little brother. (laughs) Bella had to call my little brother. (laughs) And he was at his friend's house doing, like, a Friendsgiving or something. And he was like, okay, I'll come pick you up. I was home by like 1030, passed out on my bathroom floor. <laughs> I, I was, I literally called Daniel, Emily's little brother. I called him and I was like, hey, like, what are you doing right now? Because Michael was there, obviously. And like Emily's parents love them to death. But like, I didn't want to call them. And so I called Daniel and I was like, what are you doing right now? And he was literally like, I'm at a friend's giving. Like, what do you want? And I was like, so we had a lot of drinks and Emily is, Emily's, she's feeling good. She's feeling great, but it might be time to go home. Could you come get her in the next like 10 to 15 minutes? And he was like, uh, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> he really came in clutch. Um, side note, I hope that Claire and Tammy don't listen to this podcast. Oh, Claire listens to every <laughs> week of this podcast. Yes. Yes. Hi, Claire. Hi, Tammy. Hi, <laughs> so much. That was actually the best part. Uh, I, this might be the wrong way to say this. I was going to say the best part of the night, but the biggest flex for me was that nobody in my house heard me. Like Lauren, my older sister. She was her- there? She was at the house. I should have called her. Her and her boyfriend, she was probably messed up. Um, (laughs) Her and her boyfriend and Daniel were all taking care of me in the bathroom. And I feel like I was being so loud, but my parents didn't hear me. So they didn't know that I was hungover on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) I was so hungover on Thanksgiving. I literally couldn't. I couldn't even take off my sunglasses. <laughs> it's literally not Thanksgiving if you're not hungover from going out to your hometown bar the night before. <laughs> Didn't we literally have Thanksgiving breakfast, Emily, at your house the next day? And Bella showed up. And Bella came. I showed up. <laughs> so it was like my all of my family, all of Emily's family, like Emily's like brother's new puppy. Like we're all there. Like 
super wholesome. Bella comes in just like. <laughs> I'm literally wearing my fucking makeup from the night before. I went home. No, I, oh my God, no, we spent the night at Savannah's house. So we woke up at Savannah's house, which is like, like, a, like two minutes from um, Gabby's house and Emily's house. We went, we woke up there, me and Sierra did. And then I was like, Emily and you, Gabby, had invited me like the night before or whatever. You're like, oh, we're doing like our annual like Thanksgiving breakfast. Like you, you should come. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Woke up like, still definitely feeling tipsy. So I was like, <laughs> I need food. I need to shower. I need everything. So I walk in the door and you guys are literally at, there's like what, 12 of you at this table because significant others were there too. There's 12 of you sitting so wholesome, eating your like raspberries, blueberries and fucking banana pancakes. And I'm literally like walking in and I'm just, I just like, I smelled bad. My makeup was still on. And of course your family knows me. So they know this is like, ah, it's just Bella. And I was like, Hey guys, like, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving. So thankful for all, all of you. Can I please have some food? And that's, that's how that happened. That was so funny. Also, I forgot part of this story was that I came back to Gabby's house after yeah. Daniel had picked me up because Daniel, so Daniel's my little brother and he, I was like, we need to go get, I was like my makeup bag or like I had my ah. cleanser in there or something. I was like, I need my skincare routine. Skin care routine. This is always my flex. I always do my skincare. Yeah, Emily's blacked out when she said <laughs> No matter how many tricks I have, I'm doing my skincare routine. So we go back to Gabby's house. Little did I know people would still be there from her little thing. <laughs> so then all the people that I hadn't seen before were like, oh my gosh, Emily, like trying to catch up with me. I was having a full conversation and I was so unwell. I was like, <laughs> I will literally throw up on you. But apparently they didn't even realize that I was like messed up. And oh, how did you realize? I don't know. One of our friends, Jack, was like having this five minute conversation with me Dana was literally just sitting on the couch like right beside <laughs> us and I was like I gotta go I'm so sorry I was just and then he told Gabby he's like oh my gosh I didn't even know that she was like not feeling good because Gabby <laughs> told him so was, I don't know how I got away with that but I didn't even interact with you later that night like I feel like I was just busy hosting and like I remember seeing you out of the corner of my eye like what is going down over there I was trying to get in and out as fast as I could <laughs> but that was a crazy night and then that night literally I went to the saloon after so like when everyone left my house like some people were going to Folsom some people were going to the saloon and I was like well I want to go to the saloon because that's where everyone from my high school is and like that's where you guys were so like we went and met up and it was like me Cece and Bella and then this like girl from our (laughs) from our high school like came up to us and was like Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you guys in forever. And it's like none of us were close friends with her. Wait, and I didn't even recognize her all. Like, yeah, I'd like to to start this out by saying we all went to high school with this girl. And I don't, I really don't want to sound like judgmental by any means, but yeah, literally I was like Bella. <laughs> we're about to sound judgmental. No, 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 no. Literally, but like who who the girl that I knew in high school, I did not like recognize her at all. She just looked very different. And I was like, I remember seeing her and I literally told her, I was like, I know you like from somewhere. Like, why do, like, how do I know you? And she like, wouldn't tell me. And it was like very interesting. But can you get Bobby? We ended like hanging out with her. So we ended the night hanging out with her and I was like more than happy. Like 
at, at that point, like, I was, like, I'm happy to be, like, the DD tonight, you know, like, I had, like, one or two drinks, like, in the whole night, and I just knew that a lot of my friends would be drinking, so I was, like, I'll, I'm more than happy to drive people. He did a DD and came through. Yes, so, showed up, was hanging out with everyone, this girl was, like, chopping it up with me, and, like, I barely knew her from high school, but she was talking to me, like, we were best friends, and I was, like, okay, like, maybe she's just, like, super drunk, like, I don't know what this is. And then, like, she was, like, talking to, like, Cece and Bella, like, the same way. And it was, like, none of us were good friends with this girl at all. Like, it was just a super weird vibe. And then she asked us to take her home. And we were, like, sure. And then we take her to what we think is her house. And she invites Sierra inside. (laughs) She invites all of us inside. So, like, it's, like, awkward because it's, like, she was clearly drinking, like, Bella was pretty sober at this point. Like, Cece was not. And so (laughs) we go in, and I'm, like, trying to, like, me and Bella are, like, trying to, like, casually, like, leave. Like, it was late. We're ready to go home. It was weird because we found out that it was not her house. Yes. So literally. No, and she was, like, sleep over, stay over. And we're like, no. She she said that specifically to you. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I know to all the listeners here, Sierra is completely straight but gets hit on by so many girls <laughs> like it is so true, true. dude i actually have like, so many stories <laughs> girls, have, girls have a thing for sierra and anytime like we come across uh a girl who's into girls a lesbian they are automatically attracted to sierra instantly like without a doubt just go Wait, straight am i like masculine or something <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know but yeah she was actually all over me but and yeah. And then I kind of picked on on, at first I was just like, oh, she's drunk, friendly, whatever, you know? And then I was like, she was like, just please come, come into the bathroom with me or like stay over. And I was like, no, like I'm going with my friends and like, we're not even friends. So this is fucking weird. Yeah. So we definitely left. Yeah. We dropped her. Like we like finally like left the house, but like we were, me and Bella had this come to moment. We were in the bathroom and we were and like, the picture at the sink. And I saw the picture on the sink and I was like, I know this girl from high school. Like, I actually know this girl. I had a class with her. I was friends with her. I was like, it took you this long to realize who it was? <laughs> oh, Gabby. No, 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 no. Gabby, not. at this point. No, like, it wasn't went, her went into house. the bathroom. What? Yeah, Bella, you tell it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> So we went into the bathroom and me and Gabby were kind of like talking. We're like, is she hitting on Sierra? Does she want her to stay? Does she want all of us to say like, what are the vibes? Like, what is going on? Like they were just dancing and singing in the kitchen at this point. It was just like, it was like chill, but like also like me and Gabby were like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so we go into the bathroom because I really had to pee. Um, obviously there's pictures in the bathroom, like family photos, whatever. And Gabby looks at the fucking family photos. That was not the girl that brought us there. It was not her family. She was not pictured in any of these pictures. No. And Gabby's like, Gabby was like, I fucking know this family. This is clearly their house. The girl that brought us here does not live here. She must be house sitting, dog sitting, like whatever the vibes she are. House but this is not her fucking house. And like, why are we here? Why did she bring us here? And then Gabby told me, she was like, I know this fucking family this is not like her house. Like we need to leave. Like we felt so uncomfortable instantly as soon as we realized that. And then we like tried to like soiree Cece like casually and like, I don't know, like non, not like not trying to be rude, but like we need to fucking leave like right now. Yeah. It was just super weird. And I think it was just a mix of like, 
there was alcohol and like weird vibes and it was like we were all trying to be nice because we felt bad because like she just didn't no one else was hanging out with her and so we were like more yeah. than happy to like step in and like make sure that she was like okay like I always want to make sure yeah. that people are safe and fine but it I was also, just a like, weird vibe I would never want to like I would never want people at my house that I did not know that were there so that's kind of how I felt when we realized it wasn't her house I was like I don't want to disrespect this this people's home like this family's home this is their safe place literally their home like yeah. we should not be here and we realized that and then yeah we left I mean we were only there for like it was like 20 minutes, minutes tops but it felt like way longer and it was just yeah. super awkward because she was like no stay and we were like no like <laughs> we're like no we really really things. yeah we're like we really gotta go home like whatever that was yeah. a that was a a lot happened that day <laughs> dude for real there's the randall situation sierra please tell the randall situation oh my but without, <laughs> without naming the 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 name oh, that's not as fun though you can say Randall, just don't say who he was. That's a, there's so much to unpack there, though. There's not a lot. To, okay, I'll start it out, and then Sierra, you say what happened. So basically, like what Gabby had mentioned earlier, this guy that I like barely like texted for maybe two months. Like right, right Bella. Okay. <laughs> okay, it was barely texting. It was barely texting. I was extremely. Yeah, you, guys were, uh, you guys were a thing. Let's never forget. <laughs> we Let's were not. We were not a thing. I was emotionally unavailable, and he was a total fuckboy whore. So he was never emotionally available. Anyway, um, we like were talking barely, and basically it lasted a few months and then like we ended things I ended things and um but during that two months three months and then therefore after whenever we talked about him he we called him Randall because he looked like Randall from Monsters Inc it was the smile and just the sneaky like fucking bad guy type vibe and then so basically he bought me and my friend a drink at the bar and then I like dipped out after and then Sierra comes up and go ahead and tell the rest Sierra okay well yeah so first of all I am hammered this was probably <laughs> like maybe 12 we stayed at the saloon till like two in the morning I swear um so who knows what time of the night this, this was but all the same I somehow, <laughs> yeah I somehow find myself conversing with Randall that's not his name and so I was like so how you how you been Randall like blatantly said Randall to his face and he was like wait whoa whoa what'd you just call me and I was like oh like Randall and then I like came to the realization like oh yeah that's not your name that's just what we call and so I was like oh yeah like don't worry about it like sorry I don't even know I meant to you know say your actual name and he was like why would you call me Randall and I was like Oh, well, it's it's kind of like a story we have for you. And mind you, like, I'm drunk, so I don't really give a fuck what I'm saying right now. And he's like, what story? Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, you know, like, Randall from Monsters, Inc. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, you kind of look like him. <laughs> I don't even know, like, but like the conversation ended. I'm pretty sure I just walked away at that so point. Literally, mind <laughs> you, we had th – so this happened my, like – Summer going into senior year of high school. So this was what, like 2017. We had kept this on lock, like 
a secret for literally what five years at this point four years five years i don't even know four years at this point nobody else besides our friend group had known that we called him randall but that was his nickname and then sierra just lets it slip out of her drunk (laughs) ass mouth to his face not his friends not talking about him to his face that we call him randall and it was like we had not talked about him in like years but just like the fact that 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 i don't even know there's no words to describe that that was just the definition of a slip up that just (laughs) uh he needed to be humbled anyway he needs to be humbled every day of his life i feel like (laughs) i feel like the next um what is it called the whatever one what's the wednesday called blackout Blackout Wednesday. wednesday i feel like the next blackout wednesday we should like vlog podcast yeah happening through the night how would you podcast that yeah, no, i don't even know if i would want to see that you know what we could do we should all buy like i know this is kind of like cliche instagram whatever but like we should literally all buy disposable cameras and just wherever our drunk selves take us we just document that for the yeah, night that'd be fun that's actually so smart that actually is fun yeah i feel like that'd be hilarious because then like if we lose the camera whatever we lose 20 bucks like it's not like a polaroid that's like 100 bucks and it's not like we're losing our phones you know i just feel like that'd be fucking hilarious we should. because then we could we could see like we end up at some random fucking girl's houses and really her <laughs> house that is a family's house that she's sitting like you know <sighs> yeah yeah well fun fun little detour from the questions um Okay, I'll ask the next one. Get to the spicy ones. Ask your favorite ones because I feel like we won't get through all of them. Yeah, I want the spicy ones. Okay. You're the pot, Gabby. I don't I didn't write spicy ones because I didn't want there to be like tea and drama. I just okay, here's here's a fun one. Who's most likely to become a comedian? Okay. This is hard because I feel like Sierra has the funniest stories, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Bella, you're really witty. Like, <laughs> Gabby, I think you're really funny, too. I don't know. I just think Sierra would be, I like, see, no way. I can never do, like, a stage presence like no, that. No, but, Sierra, <laughs> I feel like if you got drunk enough, you, like, are, you already don't have a filter. You already say whatever, <laughs> like, on your mind. So if you were comfortable on a stage, I feel like you would absolutely, like, take control of the stage and the audience would, like, fucking love you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. Would- Not for me, personally. Well, I mean, I really- <laughs> obviously, like, I'm super comfy with, like, my friends and, like, all yeah. that. And obviously, I love telling you guys my fucking chaotic stories but i do not want to expose myself publicly like ever no so. but here you did that at camp that was like before i even knew you, you told me the story about i mean this isn't like exposing yourself but you told us about you dancing on your own grave <laughs> oh my god that your grandma bought you and your family yes. that was the funniest thing i've well, ever heard oh my god what did you say before a second ago <laughs> Bella just loves to get we up. can't I'm sorry we cannot <laughs> skip over that CC story I'm sorry CC you're making me tell these stories but it's oh literally insane yes I don't even know how that came up at camp but yeah. I think we were like all exposing something about us and you told that <laughs> yeah so a little backstory my grandma is kind of a weirder person so something's definitely a little off about her sometimes but <laughs> Um, no, she's a sweetheart, like love her to death. She's just, she can be a little weird, you know, like that's just it. I actually know someone exactly like that. (laughs) 
me. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Um, but she, we were at church one day and this is in Wisconsin. So my family goes to Wisconsin every summer and we're at this church and this church is on native American reservation. It's a literal like native American church. Like, I don't know, like we already kind of feel out of place, you know, like it's definitely like their community church. Anyways, we go have a good service and whatnot. And my grandma's like, to me and my brother, she's like, I have a surprise for you guys. Like, come on a walk with me, like, um, after mass or whatever. And we're like, okay. And we both thought it was going to be the bakery because there's, like, a bakery right there. So, like, oh, hell yeah. We're going to get, like, a pie or something. And we walk over to a graveyard. And it's <laughs> a very tiny graveyard, like, in the middle of the woods by this church. Like, what's going on here? And she had literally bought me and my brother and herself, like, a plot and a tombstone <laughs> with our names on it. And she was like, we're going to be together forever. Like, this is so important to me. Like, I just thought you guys would be super excited to see it. And we're our jaws just, like, hit the floor. We're like, are these our graves? And my grandma is hyped out of her mind. She's like, I'm so excited for us. Like, this is going to be great for our family, blah, blah. And mind you, she only got one for me and my brother. And, like, my dad and my mom are there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> my mom absolutely lost her shit. She's like, you did not just buy my children their graves. And her pure joy about the whole situation she like grabbed my hands and she's like let's just go for a dance like now you can say you danced on your grave and I was just like okay we literally like swing danced on our grave and still in pure shock I was just like what the fuck just happened and I also was like to my mom I was like I will never be buried there I hope you know like that's cool I have a tombstone and all but I will personally put it in my world that I will not be there. <laughs> I thought that your mom made your grandma, like, take them back or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so then the trip ends, whatever. And the following year, I was like, okay, now that I know I have, like, a tombstone, I'm going to fuck around with this a little bit. So I was like, I want to go back and take a picture with it. And my mom was like, oh, don't even bother, like, I had her get rid of the tombstones. And I was like, what? And she was like, obviously, like, that's so creepy. And I'm, she was, like, so disturbed. And stuff. And so they removed our, like, we still have reserved plots. Because my grandma was like, I'm still reserving that shit. And my mom just was like, okay, whatever. Do what you want. But remove the tombstones with, like, our names on it. So now they just say reserved for Fitzgerald. So they don't have, like, our names on it, but it says, like, reserved Fitzgerald. Okay, so it's still a tombstone? Yeah, it's still, like, a little, like, plaque in the ground. Okay. And okay. Is it just, like, a hole in the ground? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a plaque. It's not, like, you know, like a sticking out tombstone. Okay. But, yeah, my mom was like, fuck that. You're, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get buried there, but I would be down to go take a picture or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a, a weird experience for sure. Wow. Well, that actually, like, leads low-key into the next question, which I didn't even plan. Um, who's most... <clears throat> excuse me. Who's most likely to get away with murder? Sarah. 
What? I, I don't think I would Sarah. say Bella. Me? Yeah. Why me? Why can't I not do this? I don't know. I think Bella's most likely to murder someone to begin with. <laughs> yeah, get away. I don't know if you would get away with it. I'd probably be slicker about it. I feel like if I were to murder someone, I wouldn't, like, even try to hide it, you know? You would just go to prison. Yeah. You'd be posted about that. <laughs> you yeah. would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of crime junkie, though, so I could I'll probably be slick. I do. I'm not going to lie. If I were to murder someone, I know exactly how to get a, get rid of the body. Specifically, you got to get rid of, obviously, the bones. But, <laughs> but like, you really got to work on getting rid of the dent, like dental okay. area. Okay, Bella, you uh, That's, that's how they identify bodies. That's literally how they identify bodies is, like, hips to see if they're male or female, obviously. And then, like, dentures. That's, like... And um, remove their thumbprint. Yeah. Also, Marshall's uncle got me this, like, really fancy wine opener, and I just want to show you guys. Which, also, side note, um, he wants me to call him his, or he, we were at his house, like, a couple weeks ago, and I, I was, like, answering a couple phone calls, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, at Marshall's uncle's house. Like, the third time I said it, he was like, Bella, just say your uncle, and it made my heart really happy. He was Aww. like, he considers himself my uncle, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> nice okay we can probably do like one more question but i'm gonna have to go to bed soon okay. Ew. see look it's automatic okay um oh my god bottom line i don't think any of you guys could get away with murder <laughs> oh yeah. you say that like you could miss any any of us I feel like Emily could. We're not murderers. We're not going to kill anyone. <laughs> Emily already is very, like, secret. Not secretive, but it's, like, your life is just, like, you're living in the moment. You don't ever post stuff. Like, no one really knows what you're doing unless you're hanging out with you on a day-to-day basis. So I feel like... That should be true. Naturally. Yeah, I didn't know people felt that way until you and Bella brought that up to me last week. <laughs> but I, I mean, guess that is kind of true. I aspire to be like like It's weird because I'm an open Mm -hmm. book, but you have to, like, ask me questions or we have to be talking. I'm not just going to, like, talk about it, you know? Yeah, and it's also, like, very difficult given our many different schedules and that we're all in different states that it's, like, it's hard to, like, talk every day or even weekly at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the most that we've talked in so long. I literally love... Literally since we were all together in thanksgiving probably i yeah. love that we're doing this though like we should here, we, more. here we this is the third week in a row that we've done this we did it last week and the week before and then when we were talking about doing it today i was like we should invite sierra and then emily and gabby oh my God. Like, yes. yes so every week every tuesday every tuesday girls Bless. i'm in Yeah. Hey, Gabby, what's the final question okay. for Sierra? These, oh, yeah, for Sierra, we could keep going, the three of us. Oh, yeah. I'm down to go for a while. Okay. Um, who is, oh, this is kind of a dual question. Most likely to be a cool parent, most likely to be a strict parent. Ooh. Oh. I feel like... Mm. I feel like I feel like we're all gonna be like cool parents but also strict I think the stricter 
of the four of us is obviously going to be Emily and Gabby. I feel like you guys are going to be stricter than me and Sierra. It's funny you say that because I've always thought that I'm going to be like the bad cop. Like, I'm still going to be fun with my kids, but I just know that I'm, like, not going to take their crap. So. Well, but, like, stricter (laughs) doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you have to take, or that being the cool parent doesn't mean you have to, like, take your children's, like, crap. But I feel like, I feel like me personally, like, I would let things slide or, like, yeah, let things slide more with my kids than, like, you two would yeah. just solely based on, like, how we were raised. Like, I got away with a lot of shit and, like, you guys had more, like, structured households. So I feel like that is my reasoning for why I feel like you might be a little more strict on, like, your kids. Yeah. I could see that. I probably agree. I don't think – I don't know. I can see myself, like, also not putting up with shit, but – I also can see myself being the fun mom and not giving a fuck. So you literally are going to be your mother as a mother. Like you and Molly are the exact same. But Molly was strict at times too. Like Molly was, yes, she was, but in a very respectful, logical, like I'm going to tell you why I'm being strict kind of a way. Like, and you respected that and you understood it and you listened to it. Like, I feel like you're going to be that exact same way to where you like explain to your kids, your reasoning and they're going to respect and understand it. So it's not necessarily strict. It's just, like, reasonable, I guess. Yeah, and true. I feel like there's different and variations of My mom of definitely strict. didn't put up with shit, but she could be, like, she would definitely let loose and, like, let us do our mm-hmm. own thing, too. Well, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like that's the thing that's different between your guys' parents and me and Emily's parents. Is, like, what? Cece, you could have gone to your parents about stuff. And, like, they knew, like, if you were in high school or whatever and you drank or something, like, they were always chill, I feel like. Like, I feel like your mom was just, like... Like, I feel like your parents understood that you were a teenager and you were going to just, like, live your life and they would be there to support you and discipline you. But it wasn't, like, like, they're still super chill, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like I definitely, like, lied my way out of a lot of things, though. (laughs) I definitely finessed a lot of things, so. I actually, Gab, I actually have a question for you because I feel like, obviously, of the four of us, you had the strictest parents like by far like I love your parents so much I think they have done freaking amazing with your family and you and Will but like at the same time they are literally the strictest parents I've ever known and I'm wondering like if you've thought about like when you raise your kids do you want to have a more honest like you're gonna do like if you're gonna do it then like I want to be here for it or I want to know about it or do you kind of want that like 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 I don't even know like do you want to have that honest relationship with them or do you kind of expect them to like I don't know, like be a little sneaky or like have that you still have that respect but like they don't, I don't tell want you that. anything. I I think, like, I think with my parents, like, they both, like, my dad grew up in such a strict Catholic household, and my mom's whole upbringing was just super weird, and so I, I feel, and they both had very, like, male-dominated, like, households. It was just very traditional, like, gender roles, as, like, many of the older generation is, and so I feel like a lot of my upbringing was, like, that, and, like, just, like, super strict. And then, like, because I was raised Christian as well, like, I th- I mean, all of us were. 
but I think that like my parents were definitely like very by the book and like when I talk to them now we have a really honest open relationship but like back then clearly as you guys know like we didn't even though I was such a good kid like I felt like I could not tell them anything and though like I remember just like the few times that I did tell them stuff like I remember and when we left uh Alyssa Durham's house like was that freshman or sophomore year from a party because other kids were drinking and it made us uncomfortable we left and my dad got pissed at me because I didn't leave sooner and it was just and then I wasn't allowed to have like a sleepover he told me for the rest of high school and then they like obviously got chill after that but it was like crazy to me because I was like tried to open up like let's like hey I'm uncomfortable in the situation they've told me to tell them if if that happens and my mom and dad disagreed on how to handle the situation like my mom was like why would we punish her for that so anyways that was like honestly I feel like a a weird point and I like my parents dynamic where they like now I feel like they work so hard as a team and my dad has really worked on softening up as like a human being over the last few years which is like insane he's like so amazing now and like so genuine and like calm and understanding but like I think that they both know that my childhood has like and just the strictness that they had on us made me be sneaky when I was a great kid like wasn't doing anything bad but just like felt like if plans changed I couldn't tell them um and so I definitely don't want my kids to feel that like I want them to be comfortable talking about stuff because it's like Kids are going to be kids. Like, you can't... As much as you want to tell yourself, like, they're going to follow the rules, they're going to do the stuff, like, at one point or another, they're going to be different and, like, do something that you maybe not agree with. And so I think, like, if we we create spaces to be like, hey, like, I want to be here for you. Like, let's talk about this. Like, maybe we disagree, but, like, that's okay. Or, like, if my kid came home, like... Or if they were drunk at a party, like, obviously, I'd want them to tell me. And, like, I never had those experiences. Like, I just didn't really care for that stuff when I was younger. So, I feel like the stuff that they were more concerned about was, like, faith and relationships and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily partying that a lot of parents deal with. But I think just, like, as a whole, I would want to have, like, a very open, honest relationship, like, with my kids. And just be, like... I guess, like, a calm mom. Like, I feel like I just have a very sound mind, and I just like to talk through things with people. Yeah, Gabby, you're going to be killer mommy. Yeah. Um, No, you for (laughs) sure are. This is something that I've thought about so much. Like, the whole, like, how much you share with your kids and how much you, like, I don't know. Because I feel like there's so much gray area in, like, sharing too much and sharing too little because obviously there's like an age where you just can't share everything with your kids so that's where I like understand why our parents didn't share as much with us but something with my mom specifically that I want to embody when I'm a mom is like she was so understanding and empathetic and I felt like I could tell her things I remember when I was younger, I got, like, frustrated that she wouldn't tell me certain things. But then when I was older, she was like, oh, like, I can tell you this now. And I understood why she didn't tell me. But I feel like I just want to be like that as a mom. But it will just be hard to figure out, like, how much do you share and how much do you, like, wait to share? Um, Because, yeah, I want to have an open, like, conversation with my kids when they're 
like drinking or like having hard times or whatever but I feel like there's just so much gray area in that yeah I also think on top of that like our parents were raised with a very traditional um I guess like family kind of lifestyle like what the dad says goes like that's how our parents raised like our grandfathers or our mom's husbands whatever or our mom's mom's husband whatever um they they didn't have a whole lot of say and like and with our parents generation like they're changing that to be more balanced and our generation is changing that even further to be more balanced and like I think kind of going back to like what you were talking about Gabby um how because of how strict your parents were it did make you very sneaky even though you weren't doing anything wrong. You still felt that like you had to be sneaky. Yeah. And like, this is a saying that we've heard uh, many times, but like, like strict parents produce sneaky kids or whatever that saying is like the, sh- the sneakiest kids come from strict parents. And I think that's very true. Like you had nothing really to hide because you really weren't doing anything wrong, but yet in your parents' eyes, like not leaving a party, not whatever, like that was being wrong even though you weren't you know drinking or doing drugs like smoking whatever it was and I think like that is the one thing that (laughs) I don't want to say the one thing because it's obviously not the only one but the the number one thing that my mom did right of the many many things that could have gone differently is that we were always 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 very honest with each other about like partying and drinking and stuff like I felt like I could tell my mom anything when it came to that stuff like yeah I drank last night or yeah I I was the DD last night like and my friends drank and she wasn't judgmental because that's how her mom was so it's kind of like a pass down from like that's how things were um so that's some something I definitely want with my kids is like I want as much as I obviously don't want them to drink, like this is what my mom told me. I obviously don't want you guys to drink, but I'm not naive to it. I know you're going to, you're in high school, you're figuring out who you are, whatever. Like this is what kids do. So if you're going to do it, I'd prefer I'd know about it. And I'd prefer that like you be safe. And the best way in her mind for me to be safe was her knowing about it. I threw parties in high school. As you guys know, my mom was there for one or two of them. And like, that was her way of like making sure that like we were safe without telling us like without saying no that's forbidden like you can't do that because when you're like I've had this conversation a lot recently with like Marshall and just how we plan on like raising our future children in I don't know five ten years um like I'm never gonna like tell my kids you cannot do something absolutely no absolutely not like you can't do that because at least when they're teenagers because I think that is the number one driver for making someone like want to do something or want to try something is when your parents tell you no, even if you love your parents and have a great relationship with them. It's just like that rebellious part of you. And like, this is, uh, you can cut this out if you want, but um, going to Chico State, I see a lot of drugs every single time I go out and drink, every single time I go out and whatever, hang out with friends. All of my friends do Coke, literally all of them. And I've never had an interest of doing coke or like any other hard drug because my mom was like so honest from the beginning. She never told me not to do it. She said, I'm not going to tell you to do it or not to do it. Mm -hmm. 
but I know that like nothing good is going to come from it and there's nothing to gain from it. And I already am like the spaz that I am without drugs. So like I couldn't imagine how I would be on drugs. Yeah. So I think it's like, there's no right answer in this conversation. And if there was, then like, obviously, you know, every parent child relationship would be perfect if there was a right answer. I think it's just changing through each and every generation. But I think like kind of what we're all saying, like we want honesty, but there is that, that gray area, that like fine line between like, like how, how good is honesty and like how much should we share and how much should we expect our kids to share kind of vibe. Yeah. I think, I think like going back to the whole, like just strict parent thing for me, I think that so many of the values that they've instilled in me or like practices, like things that my, you know, like my dad is just like very like business frat bro type of guy, like <laughs> turned dad. And he like, but like, I'm so thankful for those things because I feel like just my motivation and like my will to want to do things in life. I feel like I've gotten from maybe like, I guess, stricter behaviors or like, I think like along with strictness like it was always like you're going to college like you will have a job while you're in school you'll have internships like you'll do these things to set yourself up for success and where a lot of people like I feel like maybe have wiggle room with that like we just didn't it was like this is what you're doing and like I agree and disagree with that but I think in the long run like it was good good for me and I think now too like with both of my parents like like with my mom it's like we have like the best relationship in the world and like she's so sweet and gentle and we just agree on so much now and just have like a lot of like even politically and like faith-based stuff we just have like all these deep amazing conversations now where I feel like I've grown up and she's grown up and like we've been able to like look at things together as like a team and just like talk through things in a way more of like a logical state than emotional how it used to be and so I don't know I just feel like it's been a good like progression see I'm curious like what your your mom oh fuck sorry I'm curious of like what your mom kind of told you growing up because obviously Molly was like I feel like Molly was the in-between of like my mom and like Tammy or like Claire like Molly was kind of like yeah, kind of like the in-between, so I'm curious yeah. about like, what she said. Also, my computer is at literally 1%, and this is my charger currently. So, um, no, but, like, my mom was amazing in the sense that, like, she definitely established, like, I will have respect for you if you have respect for me kind of thing. Um, and, you know, she definitely allowed me to have like my freedom and whatnot but when it came to me I definitely went through a phase with both my parents where I kind of lied a lot and honestly it was more so just because I was scared they would say no or like punish me so I didn't really like give them a chance to like respond how they would so I kind of just like would lie to them and like I my mom would kind of like catch me in a lie time and time again she was like why do you feel the need to lie to me when you know you have an opportunity to be honest and like you don't even know how I'm going to respond ah there she goes <laughs> traumatic exit no way. oh that was so sad I knew that would happen oh. <laughs> okay. 
were like the Beatles and Madonna. What? Yeah. Because my landlord makes music or made music, I guess, for those people. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, it's just so cool to think about. Like, you've been in the same fucking house and room as the Beatles and Madonna? Mm-hmm. that's bro crazy. you are literally just like living amongst greatness literally <laughs> it's seeped into the walls it really is yeah. like they it's like it was so fun to think about like the memories that were created in the house this house is so old and like so what? quirky and just fun but i just love thinking about like what happened in this room before i lived here <laughs> yeah that is sick. i'm literally I'm genuinely shocked because I remember you said it used to be like a studio recording, like whatever. But like, I didn't know it was like for literally the greats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the greats. I'm genuinely shocked right now. I think the coolest thing that's happened in the room right now is probably like some crackhead literally smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking Chico for you. And then nothing cool ever happens here besides just madness. The train went by earlier. Yeah, sorry about that. I meant to mute myself, but I was refilling my wine. So, (laughs) yeah, that was so loud. I'm so sorry. That's the one thing. So, like, obviously, Marshall's rent is like very cheap. It's because it's the train. The train tracks are solid twenty yards that way. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to say thank you, Gabby, for having us. This was really fun, and I think we should do it again, even not without the podcast. Just the questions. I feel like that was that was really fun. I like that a lot. Yeah, it was fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Definitely nothing to plug. (laughs) Influencer, but um, I'm just proud of you, Gabby. And I have been listening to you on my walks, and it's like genuinely so entertaining to me. And I'm like, I hear your voice all the time, but something about it being on a podcast, I'm like, it's just so fun. Like it seems, dude. Yeah, this is gonna sound a little repetitive, but like whenever I like miss you guys I was like oh I have Gabby's voice like on lock like I can just listen to her Spotify I genuinely love it and I'm not caught up at all but this is gonna sound dramatic but I literally like look forward to these like every single week I miss you guys so fucking much it literally hurts my soul but like I'm so glad that we've like made an effort to do this every week and we're continuing to do it three weeks in a row let's go forever I I love it it's so fun that's all. We're just getting started. Now. I know. I'm like, I'm like, now we're just in our own combo. I should stop the podcast. I'm like, so guys. Out. All right. Well, Bella out. Bella out. Emily out. Gabby <laughs> out. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Almost There podcast. Period. <laughs>